Learning Spanish is a second language and applying it to your medical practice. Next on the Scope Radio. Navigating your way through med school can be tough. Wouldn't it be great if you had a mentor to help you out? Well, whether you're first year or fourth year, we got you covered. The Med Student Mentor is on the Scope. Many of us have had language education at some point in our life. However, there's a big difference between passing a required language class and being proficient in that language. Today we are here with Dr. David Gontram, a family practitioner who works at the Oakerview Community Health Clinic. Dr. Gontram has been working in this clinic for over 15 years and uses Spanish every day to communicate with his patients. So um, how did you learn Spanish? I learned Spanish the, the only way people can really learn a language, and that is by an immersive uh, program. Uh, after the end of my first year of medical school and not knowing how to count to 10 in Spanish, uh, my wife and I took our honeymoon and spent the whole summer down in Central America. Uh, we showed up um, off the plane literally not knowing how to ask um, directions or count or um, ask a price of anything and threw ourselves into you know, five weeks of uh, immersion language program. And in Central America and many other um, Spanish-speaking countries in, in Mexico and, and South America, there's an opportunity to study Spanish and with just one or two other students, uh, five, six, seven hours a day, and live with a family. And, you know, for my multiple failed attempts to learn other languages, I've come to the conclusion this is the only way you can really gain any uh, even remote proficiency in speaking a language. There are very affordable and, frankly, quite fun opportunities to do immersion Spanish, and I think anyone can do it with a uh, reasonable ability in language. If I go to spring break in Cancun, is that going to help my Spanish? <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I'd probably say no. Is I don't think you'd have the opportunity to... If you were if you're in Cancun, remember that's essentially a resort area, which is not a great area to uh, learn Spanish. However, if you were to go into Oaxaca or the Guatemalan Highlands and take a one week, six or seven hour a day language class and study with a family, you could make great progress in a week. I'm pretty much an adult at this point in my life, or at least I'm told. Is it too late for me to learn to speak Spanish? <laughs> Definitely not. And, and I, you know, I encourage you as you look around at some of my partners who didn't speak a word of Spanish as our clinic evolved to more and more of a Hispanic and Spanish-speaking uh, population that we served, they did it as well, and they learned on the job, essentially. There is a, an incredible opportunity to learn Spanish quickly uh, here in this hemisphere um, with a short plane ride to Mexico or Guatemala or... Uh, El Salvador, uh, any of the Central American countries. So you mentioned earlier that a lot of your Spanish you learn on the fly while with patients. Is that kind of a nerve-wracking thing to be in with a patient who's sick and you don't understand a word, and or can you fix, sort that out pretty well? Uh, nerve-wracking, exhausting, exactly, but also tremendously rewarding. Fortunately, at our clinics, um, most of our ancillary staff are bilingual. And so we have at our fingertips, or certainly outside the door, we have ready translators, ready interpreters. Gradually, with, with and help with interpreters, we can get better and better. Has there been a specific example of maybe a humorous anecdote or a lost in, a lost in translation moment where you and a patient were on completely separate pages? Uh, daily. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and they continue. Um, 
which is a great source of fun um, for all of us as we, you know, again, remind ourselves how, how difficult it is to communicate, uh, let alone in, in another language, even sometimes in our own. My favorite recently, we have a hospital here in the city, um, which was founded by the LDS Church, which is called LDS Hospital. And I had a patient just the other day who told me that she went to the 10 hospital. And I scratched my head and scratched my head. I couldn't figure out what she was talking about until I remembered El Diez, the 10, is El Diez Hospital. And so wonderful little uh, experiences like that throughout the day make uh, make the day joyful. Is there a certain threshold where you felt comfortable in the clinic that your Spanish had progressed far enough? Or is it something where you always feel uncomfortable, you always feel like you're improving, and it's always a work in progress? Yeah, Andrew, I'll go with the latter. Um, I I always feel like I could do a better job, and, um, and that's what makes going to work every day interesting. Uh, there's always an opportunity to learn not just medicine, but but language as well. And, um, you know, like with anything in life, the more energy you put into it, the more rewards you get. Um, that said, of course, you know, to achieve true fluency at my ages, I'm, I'm now approaching 50. Um, but I love working on it. I just spent, uh, two weeks this summer in Mexico in an intensive language program. Even though I, you know, I certainly get by on a day-to-day basis in clinic, I want to get better. And, and that trip also helped me really see where my patients come from. What advice do you have for someone who's considering doing the same? Uh, go abroad. Um, you know, it's a great uh, idea to try to build a base with uh, grammar and studying grammar. But the only way you're going to learn to speak is by throwing yourself into um, and being willing to take a risk in uh, speaking as much as you can during the day. You know, the languages that I studied as a written language, um, like German and French, I've completely evaporated from the recesses of my mind. Um, but, you know, in Spanish, since I really learned it as a spoken rather than a written language, I can get by and I can speak on a, on a daily basis. Um, not with anything remotely uh, like correct grammar, but my patients nod and appear to understand me when we get by through the visit. TheScopeRadio.com is University of Utah Health Sciences Radio. If you like what you heard, be sure to get our latest content by following us on Facebook. Just click on the Facebook icon at TheScopeRadio.com.